1: And I've been reminding myself several times during this quarantine, ladies, if they like you, you'll know. If they don't, you'll be confused. Ooh, it's about to get juicy here. Hey, guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I am here today with one of my best friends, Kenzie Elizabeth.
0: Hi, guys.
1: So do you want to do the one minute intro too, just in case? Someone doesn't know who you are, which I don't know why they wouldn't, but like you can do it.
0: Hi guys, I'm Kinsey. I'm from Texas originally. I'm currently living in Texas. I was in LA for the past four and a half years. I'm supposed to be splitting my time, but you know quarantine, so here we are. I'm a lifestyle vlogger. I'm 22 now. I started when I was 16 years old. I also have a podcast called The I Love You So Much Podcast, where I've had people like Taylor, Alicia, actually pretty much everyone. Your whole crew, the whole crew has been on. But yeah, yeah, that's what I do.
1: So uh, Kenzie and I have been friends for a very long time, probably the past like four or five years. We don't know the exact date and we've been really tight. I want to talk all about everything BFF talk to quarantine talk. I I really want to talk about what it's like being a housewife during quarantine because yes, I feel like we've really had a lot of housewife tendencies appear during Mm -hmm. this time. And I feel like it's really important to discuss these things because, you know, I would be a really great real housewife one day. Same. And If I was married. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> and I want to go into a little bit more about the 307, you know, corn fling life because Kenzie did come up with 307 term. And, you know, I've really taken that term and made a run for
0: it. I think you lived it and I just like... I just kind of pinpointed it, you know?
1: Yeah, you did. You really did. You walked so I could run.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> I will say, did you ever see when I did, I did a Bumble brand deal?
0: Oh, I think those are Bumble iconic, by the way. Yeah, um, shout out Bumble. I did a Bumble
1: brand deal, and I mentioned, I was like, listen, I'm down to support Bumble at any time of the day. However... I need to use 307 in the caption because it's the only way my people will respond well to this. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, they totally understood the concept. They understand the 307 lifestyle. Oh, and again. sure enough, you know, Bumble times TK's Juicy Pulse just made a run for it.
0: The money's coming in. Shout out, yeah. Bumble. <laughs> Shout out, Bumble. Bumble, we really appreciate how I you... are we
1: sponsoring this podcast. I know,
0: literally. We really appreciate how you've just taken... Such a liking to the 307 lifestyle that TK has chosen to live. So as her friends, we have really accepted this 307 lifestyle. We're even for it. We really push her towards this. And I'm just glad that she also has business collaborators as well.
1: So I have a question, Kenzie. Yeah. Now that you've known me a while since the 307 term was made up, Do you still picture me with a 307? If so, like, let's hone in on what type of 307 you see me with.
0: I see you with... I don't want to say a retired 307, but... Oh. Okay, hear me out. So, I feel like 307s have an age limit. Like, you can't, at heart, always be a 307. I just feel like... As you spend enough time at like the bungalow or, you know, like at some point you just kind of, what seems so obvious at 26, 27 may not seem as obvious at 33. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I think at 307. I
1: agree. I like the retired bungalow life or yeah. entire 307 life
0: yeah like I like exactly exactly and I don't. I think once a 307 always a 307 like listen I'm not trying to take anyone's identity from them right but I just think <laughs> that by the time you're like you know I'm really ready to settle down that I think that they're just going to be just a little bit more of a sophisticated 307 which granted at that time of our lives 307s will just be more mature and sophisticated because so will we you know
1: Absolutely, do you think that I will end up moving back to the Midwest or like do you think that I'll marry a Midwest person? like what where do you see that going?
0: To be really honest with you, I think it I don't mean this in the sense of like you will follow anyone, but I mean that you will make your job work wherever. So I think in order for you to move back to the Midwest, you would have to be madly in love with someone and that would have to be the right choice for you. I don't think I don't think it's a no. I, I don't really see you in LA
1: forever. I truly can see myself moving back to the Midwest for a guy. Like I'm just, yeah. To be honest, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I also hear me out. Like the right person, maybe like, I will move for them.
0: Maybe three or four years ago, we would have been like, "Oh my gosh, don't ever do that. That's so stupid." Blah blah blah. But I think as we've grown into our older, <laughs> wiser, more mature twenty-two year olds, um, I House think selves exactly. I don't know. I mean, Taylor, you're gonna want to raise your kids. In the Midwest, because the culture of LA is not what you want for like the games that you go to yeah, and being involved exactly. and stuff. It's just not what you want.
1: Okay, so we're gonna pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da 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 da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user-friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free and Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most... Is liquid iv y'all when i tell you i literally crave liquid iv like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head first of all it just always quenches my thirst but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it and it's just so good like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid iv oh my gosh Mwah! sounds so good Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing. Nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free, in bulk, nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah! And I will say, like, with my job, I technically could do it from anywhere. Exactly. Like, I can make things work. And I'm so used to traveling. I mean, LOL, because we can't travel right now. But, yeah. like, I am so used to traveling that I would be so down to hop on a flight for work at any day all the time.
0: I also think that we're going to start seeing things happen, like, more outside of Ella. Like, we've already seen that happen. So I think that I think that's going to work in our favor, you know?
1: Also, I think a lot of companies like Amazon already was such a big advocate for like staying at home, like their employees to stay at home. At least I I don't know about actual Amazon corporate, but I know Amazon Studios, like a lot of their employees would work from home. And I think we're going to see that throughout a lot of other companies because there's just so many unnecessary meetings, phone calls, like things that just can be sent through one small email And I think people are starting to realize that because everyone's obviously working from home right now.
0: Zillow is working from home for the remainder of 2020. I know that. Really? So a lot of, yeah, my cousin's boyfriend works for them. So they're working from home. I've heard of a few others. I don't want to say them because I'm probably going to like mix it up and get it wrong. But there's a few people who have already like outside of, you know, in the future, just like COVID-19, like exclusive a lot of companies have decided like through the remainder of 2020 like we don't want to be up in the air we're just working from home if they can
1: yeah i mean it makes sense to me i feel like there's so many unnecessary meetings and just waste of time things that happen all the time so i think working from home is the way to go i want to ask you since you did live in la for such a long period of time and you just moved back to texas what do you miss about la slash what do you not miss about la
0: I don't miss the inconvenience that everything is like getting anywhere is so annoying. Actually, I didn't think that I would feel this way, but just being in Dallas and my cousin who Alyssa, who also lived in LA for forever, she recently moved to Dallas a little bit about a year before I did. And... We both actually like the city of Dallas better than the city of LA. Like it's Mm -hmm. now, especially, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, so I didn't even grow up in the city. But in the past five years alone, like it's so trendy. It's so cool. Like the different neighborhoods, like I'm just obsessed with it. But I definitely miss like my friends. Like that's my biggest thing that I miss. And then just like certain things like cha-cha, matcha. Honestly, there's not much that LA has outside of obviously like entertainment opportunities. There's not much that LA has that Dallas doesn't. Like I can't really even think of something that I'm like. I mean, we talked the other day about how we really want sweet green, but there's sweet green in Houston, so like I'm hoping. There's Um, not a sweet green in Dallas. I know it's not crazy. It would do so well too. It's wild. Also,
1: I think I'm just gonna go out and say it. I think sweet green's overrated. I'm like, okay, that's only because you.
0: I know you don't like sweet green, so I shouldn't even brought it up. You just ate so much sweet green and you overdid it for yourself. You know, whatever. I I still love
1: sweet green. (laughs) You really did. I
0: love the Hollywood Bowl you just can't do anything about it but I miss like Chacha cha I miss kind of like Melrose Place I hate to say it <laughs> but like my friends and honestly like Joe and the Juice maybe but it hasn't okay. been as difficult as I thought it would be only because I picture so much of my life to still be there and we're just in quarantine so I think that maybe I just think I haven't moved I don't know
1: is it weird or uneasy knowing like you don't technically live in LA anymore like you don't have your setup
0: yeah well because yeah because I didn't think that that was going to happen like I didn't picture so basically I had a house in LA that the lease was coming up and I was like I'm not going to renew it because why would I renew at this point because it's quarantine like I can't even go for who knows how long so we ended up having I had to hire people to like move out of my house but that part kind of sucks And even then, though, I was thinking, I'm like, I wanted to travel all this summer and then see how much I really wanted to be in L.A. because we also have studios in New York. So I was like, maybe I want to go to New York more. Maybe I want to go to Nashville more. Like, I love Nashville and all of that. So I was like, kind of like the idea of not being as tied down to L.A. It does feel weird. But I also think, like, it's such a hard time to even see how I'm feeling about anything like kind of a tangent right now, just because so much is up in the air. So I'm like, I don't know if this is moving related or if this is whatever related. Like I can't tell why I'm feeling certain things because there's so much going on, you know?
1: Also, I feel like the most minuscule things that I was like worried about are just so my mi- like minor now. Like yes. I don't even, it doesn't even cross my mind. Like what I used to be worried about. Cause I'm just like, it's not even worth stressing about cause I have bigger problems now. But I don't know if you feel the same. No, I agree. So what have you been doing to keep yourself fit during quarantine? Because I see that you've been doing a few of these Melissa, Health, whatever, you know. Yes, yes. Melissa Wood, Gooch. Tell me about her.
0: Okay, so I just want to say that you know me and my workouts. You know that I want there to be a vibe to it. I want there to be some lights off, some colorful lights, whatever that might be. There has to be an atmosphere. I want, like, SoundCloud rap really really bad like like to the stuff that you like made fun of in high school kind of thing like I would love for that to be played there has to be you know it has to be a certain vibe and it has to be like intense like you know me daylight la hot pilates all of that stuff blah, blah blah soul cycle boxing whatever that might be well I never liked chill relaxing things because I would just not say I'm a chill nor relaxing person so <laughs>
1: I, I, no one has ever put Taylor King and chill in the same sentence. Yeah, no, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm not
0: chill. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm just not chill. There's just, I'm so sorry. But what I will say is that I started Melissa Wood Health. I just, okay, I follow this girl, what the health on Instagram, love her stuff. And she's always posted about her. So I had always kind of been like, oh, I like that. That's kind of cool. But I'm not an, I thought I wasn't an at-home workout person. Then everyone was doing it
1: everyone they were a not an at-home workout and now i'm
0: kind of into it i can't lie but anyways long story short there was like four friends of mine who were like you need to try melissa wood health so anyways got a subscription she's so calm and zen and peaceful and i don't know i love it it's just amazing so i was doing that but i will be honest with you taylor i don't think i worked out at all last week i know this is very out of character for me because i go crazy if i don't work out every single day like it's such a staple in my routine but i was just like i don't know i've been kind of unhinged i also drink a sprite so that says you oh know.
1: okay i
0: know very <laughs> weird i know i know that might not seem weird to you guys but it's just like i haven't drink soda I, I drink a sprite with, no literally i haven't drink soda absent of tito's vodka since like i couldn't even tell you like it's seriously it's been so long so anyways yeah was doing muscle health still doing her love her and then a personal trainer actually slid in my dms what a gal i'm sharing her stuff i know right i'm sharing her stuff on my like youtube vlog if you like need to reach out her thing will be linked but she made me a workout plan So I started that today and that was really incredible. And I looked at it and I didn't think it would be that hard. And then I did it and I was like, oh, she wasn't kidding. You know,
1: you're like, wow, she really is a trainer.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, this really is her job. You know,
1: I love it. So is the Melissa Wood Health subscription worth it, though? Like for real, because we're spending money here.
0: Okay, it's only ten dollars a month, so a hundred percent. But also, I don't know if you're into like meditating of any sorts. I wouldn't say I'm like you know I'm I'm not a chill nor relaxing person, as we've established. So, (laughs) meditating, I haven't really like you know I pray a lot, so I feel like that's good. But but, no, I love it. It's really great. And also, what I like about it is that there's some workouts that are like like there's some that are like fifty eight minutes, or some that are eight. Like you can really just do you know. And also, give a variety. Yeah, and I like how hers – I'm trying to think of the word that she uses. Why am I – it's not low-intensity, is it? It's low-impact. Low-impact. Got it. Better for your joints and all that. And she's all into just this, like, whole living. And I just – I really love her. It's really helped with my anxiety. I'm a very anxious person. So that and my Zoloft have definitely been helping over quarantine. But I think, yeah, I would definitely say, you know, swipe your credit card, you know?
1: Well, I have to tell you guys about – what my quarantine workout schedule, I guess, has been because I I just think it's pretty funny. I waited to save this for my podcast because we were talking about workouts briefly on Kenzie's, which you should go listen to. We just recorded a hilarious episode on her podcast. Do you want to shout it out?
0: Oh yeah, the I love you so much podcast.
1: Yes. Okay, let me just start from the beginning. I've always wanted to be a runner. Like, I had friends that can, like, my friend Megan, she can literally go out and she'll just run, like, a quick 13 miles. And I'm like, "Uh, what? I'm, like, struggling to get my mile under 13 minutes, right? (laughs) And I, like, don't, I'm, like, a soul cycler. Like, I I can cycle the house down boots. Like, I go to the classes. Like, I, I do run on the treadmill, but, like, I'm not a person that can go out and run, like, eight plus miles like i can run like two to three but like not more than that so my brother told me to download this app and it's like this running app that all of him and his fraternity brothers have been using and so i was like oh i i want to join because i'm basically a fraternity brother since i'm literally best friends with all of his friends you actually kind and, of are no like literally if i don't marry someone from who was at one point in his fraternity like it's not gonna work out i know <laughs> seriously like, I, agree. I just love all of them so I ended up downloading it and literally the only people that like I allow to follow me and I'm following are his fraternity brothers. Like it's literally just me and frat boys and all of them log their runs. So they're all they'll like let's say they do like two miles. They'll be like cool down after lifting and then they'll explain it and like put a photo like it's literally the most funny thing ever. And so some people's like I want to go through and read. Like, these are the titles of some of the fraternity brothers' (laughs) runs. Afternoon sweaty. (laughs) Do they have Um, emojis? No, but they're okay. like, they literally go into the description and like talk about the details of their run. So they'll be like, saw too many neighbors, had too many stops, I'm not good enough, like blah, blah, blah. I'll <laughs> get better tomorrow. That's like, to Literally, me. some <laughs> of my brothers, his are called cool down. And like, you can comment on people's stats, like, you can comment on their runs, or you can like like them, like, you can give them okay. kudos. I want to go to ones with my brother because they're so funny Because and I can like actually expose him. Let's look at his. Yuck rainy and windy this shit sucks but gotta keep going literally this that's is the description from this is
0: so cute this is basically like an encouraging group message on like WhatsApp with your closest like your close <laughs> girls
1: It's great because it's like competitive and I'm such a competitive person and I love like being one of the boys. Like I love being thrown in that and that's like the only thing that's gonna motivate me to run. So like I'm like I have to get a great pace because they're gonna see my pace on on the app.
0: And you're trying to impress the frat boys that you might marry. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I get it. So literally
1: these are my brothers, post lift mile. How did I ever run a sub six mile? I will never know. Like, yeah, literally. And he literally logs when he golfs, like because he's like walking a long way. (laughs) He'll log (laughs) the amount of mileage when he golfs. He put Murph challenge, a mental grind. Pull-ups were the hardest and the last mile sucked as I had to stop twice. My endurance sucks, but glad I finished. (laughs) That's so cute. Don't you love this inspiration? And he literally put photos with it.
0: It's just so funny because these frat boys can't post an Instagram photo more than every six months, but they're on this app updating daily.
1: And I was wondering, I was like, how do they have time to post all this stuff? And I'm like, oh, Taylor, they're not posting 80 gazillion stories a day. Like this is their one story. I'll go to mine. So like I've been really motivated to like get my pace under. And I, I will say I've gotten it to, I've ran now a mile that's under The nine minute mark. So I'm like in the eight minute range. So I'm pretty happy about that. I've been running like four to six miles a day because I try and run at least for an hour. And let's be honest, like I'm walking a lot of the time too. Yeah. I don't know how anyone,
0: Taylor. Okay. Here's the thing I'm just not a runner. And (laughs) I too actually wanted to become a runner over quarantine. I just haven't done this. I've ran like twice. I don't know how people (laughs) run for an hour straight. Like I'll see Janine's stories of she ran for an hour. my dad even told me he did five miles today. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like (laughs) I love working out. Don't get me wrong. Like it's literally one of my favorite things to do. I just think you guys are actually like superheroes.
1: Like this is literally one of my runs. I ran 5.52 miles. The title is Phil motivated me. Mind you, all only frat boys are seeing this (laughs) post. This is the description. Wasn't feeling it when I woke up. So I called PK and asked him to motivate me. These were his wise words. Quote, don't be a fat ass end quote (laughs) wasn't my best and had a lot of start stop bs but got it done and i feel way better
0: that was (laughs) beautiful
1: kenzie get this some of the best frat boy runners were commenting on my run and they were like good shit tk wow i honestly feel so cool and someone else commented beast Oh, so I think this is the sweetest app ever. It honestly is the only reason like why it's motivating me to run every day because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to do it for my boys.
0: <laughs> for your boys. Maybe I'll start running too. I'll do it for your boys. You can join the app. I'll, I'll okay. let you join. Yeah, I think that that would be allowed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: So I see that also throughout quarantine, you've become quite the reader. Can you tell me just how you became a reader? Because I really would like to get to that point in my life. I'm just still on TikTok.
0: Okay, well, I would say there is a direct correlation between when I stopped watching TikToks as much, which I still do. Don't get me wrong. I love a good TikTok. I'm fully behind it. And when I started reading. So here's the deal. I grew up reading. It's always been one of my favorite things. I've always been a reader. You know, i if you think about it, I always have you really read. Have. I really always have been a reader. But here's the thing. I feel like as I kind of came into my adult life, I was really sticking to my good nonfiction books because I was like, listen, if I'm going to read and spend time doing that, I want to improve myself or, you know, whatever that might be, yada, yada, yada. I will say... I think that was such a small minded view of how I viewed reading because my fiction books, I learned so much in fiction books, even just about life. And like, I think also for someone who struggles with anxiety to like the extent that I do and like depression and all that, it is one of the most helpful things ever. Anyways, I grew up reading Junie B. Jones, Nancy Drew, all that stuff. And then I've just been reading so many, I've read like every pretty much. Popular nonfiction book out there in the past, probably like in our kind of circle of people who, you know what I mean? Not like everyone out there, but of
1: like what books on like influencer stories, influencer
0: stories, or like even church stuff or whatever that might be. Yeah. And so I've read all of those and I read like nine of them over quarantine because I got into memoirs. I read two memoirs and I was reading all those and I read like nine nonfiction books in a row and I was like, okay, something's got to give. So my friend Jess texted me, was like, you need to read The Last Mrs. Parish, whatever. And that was kind of it. Liv Constantine, my girl, my favorite author, we DM, it's fine, don't worry about it. I'm just really cool now. I just got into this whole world of reading and then it's just been, I think I'm on my like 10th fiction book now. It's really, my Kindle arrives tomorrow. I've been reading on my iPad anyways, but like, I will read a book probably every other day, but I also, here's what I do, around like eight or nine every night, I go to bed, and I read until like one in the morning, so I read for hours a day, but it's at night, so I don't really notice it, like I just, when you guys watch Netflix and stuff, which when I would normally watch shows, is when I'm reading, so that's how I'm reading so much, because I'm not watching shows or TikToks, you know?
1: What do I, what do I do though, if I want to watch TikToks and shows and read?
0: I mean, you just can't read as fast as I'm reading, probably. Like, you would just read Got like it. a normal human being.
1: So should I just read, like, wh- what's, what would be a realistic goal? Like, should I try, like, 10 minutes every night? Like, what would you recommend?
0: Yeah, I think maybe I would do a solid, like, 20 to 30 I also think another key factor to this that I did leave out on accident is that I was reading thrillers and I have for the most part been reading thrillers. So thrillers are page turners. And typically when you get to around page eh, 150 to 180, there's a twist. And so like, let's say you get to that part, which is when I would normally get to it. And then you just like can't stop reading and you finish the book in one night. But yeah, I think it's nice. I also think I definitely notice a significant change in my mood when I read at night. And also I think over the past few weeks, just certain things happening. I'm like, especially like quarantine, whatever. I'm like, I feel like I should just be more down than I am. And I realize that I'm not because normally people get upset and sad like at night. Right. But I can't do that because I'm reading. I I don't even think about like the future and all that stuff because I'm reading. So it's really awesome.
1: 20 minutes is what I should try and do.
0: Yeah. Just ease your way into it. But you have to find a good book that you're obsessed with and then, then you go from there
1: okay got it what's the number one book everyone should buy right now
0: I'm gonna have to go with The Last Mrs. Parrish okay I'll give you two can I do that yeah okay so thrillers are actually my favorite and that may not sound like you would love it but you you will love it I promise so the first one is Last Mrs. Parrish that one's amazing Liv Constantine. The Last Mrs. Parrish it's on Reese Witherspoon's book club actually I'm really active in there so okay. that's one thing. And then the second one would be before we were strangers. So that's romance. And like, I have never teared up or cried because of a book or like felt so like, you know, when you have like a pit in your stomach, like, yes, ever. And I like cried. Lauren did. Maddie did from okay sis. Like we all are like, I can't even describe this book to you. It's just oh really will change your life. Yeah.
1: I, I noticed that you said you're in Reese Witherspoon's book club. Do you understand why I literally want to be here now?
0: (laughs) No, I've always understood it because my mom, okay, growing up, everyone would always compare my mom to Reese Witherspoon. So we've always been really in the loop with her and I love her. I've always understood it. I've always been behind that idea. I've always, for sure. I think, I don't know what it is. Like books just bring a connection and a community that like other things just can't do. Right. Got it. So I'm really feeling really connected to Reese after reading all these books, you know?
1: I love that. Okay, so speaking of Reese, have you seen The Morning Show?
0: No, uh, I haven't. I only,
1: uh, yeah, I know. You literally, like, anyone that hasn't seen The Morning Show, like, I don't want to hear the excuse anymore that you don't have Apple tv plus or whatever it is there's a seven day free trial like you will finish it before the free trial wait, ends.
0: like wait a second no, no no it's not that i don't have it. i have apple tv it's just at someone else's house and i can't really get it right now
1: yours i understand because you actually already have it but there is it's the apple tv plus but it's like an application on your computer
0: Oh, okay. The okay. I watched the first two episodes. Watch it still on your computer. Okay, I will do that. I watched the first two episodes before like my Apple TV kind of went away, and I was obsessed with it, and it was so good. Like I, oh my god, I loved it. But then my Apple TV got taken away, and the blah 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 whatever. No,
1: it is extremely annoying how it is not on the iconic Netflix or Hulu, because like everyone has those too, and you do have to join another streaming service, which like is disappointing. But also that show is the reason why people are getting the Apple TV like plus subscription because it is so fucking good. OK,
0: I promise um, I will.
1: OK, so can we get into the whole housewife life? Can you explain?
0: Yeah, what? so I think quarantine has just made me realize how I have a really bright future as far as being a housewife. And I want to add in a breadwinning housewife. Like, don't worry. I, I don't. One, I'm never going to belittle a housewife because I will say keeping my house in order is legitimately a full-time job. But also, I, you know, me and working in... But obviously, I'm not going to give that up, guys. So don't get your panties in a wad, whatever that might be. Because I've joked about it online and people are getting a little bit angry. And I'm like, okay, people.
1: Wait, why? Relax.
0: Because they're just like, oh my... Like, I don't know. For some reason, they have like some vendetta against housewives. And I'm like, listen, they're living their lives and they're incredible human beings. Stop. So anyways... With that being said, conveniently enough, all of my hobbies are hobbies in which I feel as though housewives partake in. So for instance, cooking, my favorite cooking and reading, those would be the two biggest things. For example, the other night I actually cooked a meal for an hour and a half and I listened to an hour and a half book club podcast while I was sipping a glass of wine and I have never felt more myself like I just felt absolutely incredible so that and then I've been working at my house non-stop even like kind of I bleached my rooftop just like cleaning so much organizing so much cooking just like doing so many things conveniently at the same time as well I found this Instagram account and I've never been the one that like look at cute photos of babies or cute photos of dogs like I was like oh cute I love dogs that's great but like I was not like please send me that yeah no I Samson the dude has changed my life I talk about it all the time but I am obsessed with these golden doodles and this baby. So now I'm like, do I have, like, baby fever? It's very odd. I've never felt that way. Keep in mind, I was terrified of pregnancy, like, six months ago. So here we are. But I just feel as though all of my hobbies have just really kind of geared more towards a housewife. And I'm, like, not fighting it.
1: Well... Do you do you think you're going to get a golden doodle? Because I think this is a great segue into the polls, because we did make some polls about golden doodles versus labradoodles. Mm -hmm. Which one do you want if you had to choose?
0: So my family actually has a golden doodle and a labradoodle. And I will say our labradoodle is 3000 times better behaved than. Yeah. Than our golden doodle. But then they're older now, so they're really great. But growing up, like Harley was my dog, of course, and she's the Labradoodle and she is beautiful and an angel and she was such a great dog. And we trained, she trained so quick that we were like, oh my gosh, we should get her a friend. So then we got Cooper, the golden doodle, and he was straight up Marley for Marley and me. Like, that's exactly how he was. And now he's an angel because he's old. But I will say like the, I, I want a golden doodle just because I'm so heavily influenced by Samson, but I, I don't really, I'm, I'm into either.
1: Okay. Got it. So I personally would say Golden Doodle just because I'm so obsessed with Golden Retrievers Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I need, if I was going to get anything, I'd get a Golden Doodle. And they're hyper, they're hyper whatever. They
0: both are, they're advertised. I mean, mine actually are, but like. They claim that they are, and a lot of them aren't, so people get really mad about that claim. I don't know. Both of oh, mine really? are, because, like, technically they can't actually be – I don't know. I got so many DMs about it, and I knew that just from having them, but, like, ours are actually hypo. Both of them are at hypoallergenic. See,
1: I really – all I've wanted in life are two golden retrievers. Like, that's just all I want. And I posted a Instagram being a Carmel, Indiana housewife the other day, and two of my guy friends were commenting on it, and they were like – no TK you can't have a Yorkie by your side you have to have a golden doodle and I was like what is that a part of the housewife culture oh and so now I'm like do I need a golden doodle not a golden retriever
0: I honestly think that either pass I think you'd be more classic with a golden retriever
1: yeah I think I'm gonna stick to my golden retriever ways but you know I'm definitely considering a golden doodle now
0: yeah yeah the fact that we're like so seriously talking about this too
1: the rest of the world thinks golden doodle as well actually 69% voted golden doodle and 31% voted labradoodle wow do you want to go into the rest of the polls now
0: yes I would love to
1: okay so the first thing is would you rather read a book or watch a movie
0: I mean clearly I would rather read a book after I just talked about it for too long sorry guys
1: I think I would say watch a movie but like I wish I was intelligent enough to say read a book
0: you know I'm reading like romance and thrillers where it's like this, this woman had an affair for money blah 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 I wouldn't go as far to say I'm intelligent like,
1: because of that I, you're still like training your brain like it's still working your brain more than me sitting and watching a movie
0: I really like it because I feel like there's so many worlds that go on in my head all the time and I I know it sounds so stupid but I really feel like it has like almost opened my mind so much I don't know how to describe it
1: 78% said watch a movie 22% said read a book
0: I'm surprised it's even that high
1: I was just about to say that. Okay. What kind of books do you prefer to read fiction or nonfiction?
0: I would say up until recently, it would have been nonfiction, but now I'm really on my fiction wave.
1: I was going to say the same. Like, I feel like I've always been a nonfiction person and I love learning about people, like especially like Mm -hmm. autobiographies and biographies and stuff, but I'm really intrigued by this fiction category now that you have, you know, really pitched it to me. Surprisingly enough, seventy percent said fiction.
0: Oh wow! I wouldn't have I know, guessed 30% that. Seventy percent
1: said nonfiction. So I'm like, do I need to go on the fiction train? Yeah. Okay, romance or thriller?
0: Okay, I'm not. A, I've only read two romance, uh, three romance novels, and uh, I would say I'm a thriller person. I'm not. I'm not normally a romance person. Lauren had to force me to read before we were strangers, and that was just like the exception. And then I read another flop and then I'm reading currently a good romance, but I'm more of a thriller girl. It's just so interesting. Like there's money, all this stuff like that's I mean, it's literally sometimes it gives me anxiety because it's the exact opposite life I want to live. But it's just so interesting Like these twists, you don't you really don't see them coming. I feel like in shows and movies, you kind of know what the twist is going to be. And these books, nope, you have no idea.
1: Well, love that. I think I would vote romance just because I'm a sucker for a good romance story. But I do love a thriller. I think the thriller keeps me more intrigued with getting Mm -hmm. the book done than a romance does, which 71% said romance. But that makes sense to me because everyone loves a love story. No, that for sure. Have you been listening to more or less podcasts since quarantine?
0: Less. So much. I mean, I listen to my friends just so I feel like I'm hanging out with them.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would say less only because I'm living with three other people. So I'm like, I don't have time to just like, or I don't really have anywhere to like play it on my phone out loud and i already have airpods in my ears for so long out of the day because i'm editing that the last thing i want to do is keep them in my ears longer (laughs) and after a run like i have airpods in all day like i just want to have my ears be free for a little bit
0: you're also not commuting anymore so like that's a big thing too yeah
1: and that's where i would listen to my podcast all the time especially when i was like cleaning my room and stuff Mm -hmm. like backing up my apartment actually surprisingly enough this one's 50 50.
0: I saw at the beginning when I voted to it was like 90% more or something.
1: A lot of people, I it makes sense to me though, especially if you're alone. Like if I was by myself, I would be listening to podcasts like crazy.
0: Yeah. I think it makes sense. I Honestly, I think what's happening is that people who haven't really listened to podcasts before are listening and people oh, who normally way. listen aren't listening.
1: Yeah. And it just probably gives you some sense of normalcy, like listening to people
0: talk. Yes.
1: Okay. What kind of pods have you been listening to recently? Entertainment or informational? Entertainment. hundred percent. Same for sure. 91% said entertainment.
0: I know, which is wild because I don't normally listen kind of in the same way, honestly, with like fiction and nonfiction books. Like I was like, if I'm going to listen to something and commit that much time, I want to like learn and whatever, which again, I think you can learn from anything. I think it's a small way to like kind of view that, but Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I, that's really crazy that that was that many, but I'm not surprised to all
1: the creators out there and podcasters work on that entertainment game because I don't think the informational stuff is doing as well.
0: You know what? It probably is too. Like we are, which I mean, you could say we're also not really learning. So you would think people would want to do more informational, but I think that we're just not really having fun. Like we're not going and hanging with our friends and like going out. So people are looking for that in a podcast.
1: For real. I I totally get that. And, like, I feel like we're so stuck on, like, the news and information. We're, like, zoned in and glued to that all day. Like, when I want to relax and listen to a podcast, like, I want people to be talking about funny shit. Like, because I'm not with my friends. Well, I am with my friends, but most people aren't with their friends. Like, having them crack jokes and, like, be out all the time. Like, normal. Mm -hmm. And so I think entertainment is... All, that's why, like, views are way higher and like streaming's way higher, and like everything, like, every form of art is like elevated, and like views are so high for everyone because everyone just is trying to entertain themselves to get through this tough time. Mm-hmm. Quarantine is the time for realizing things. Squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. True or false?
0: True. I like this. The squiggle, squiggle, squiggle really made that.
1: 85% said true.
0: Oh, wow. like a lot of us are doing some soul searching
1: no i think a lot of people are realizing things
0: i also think like there's no way that you're stuck in your house and like nothing is coming to the surface like i'm so sorry did you have you look like a spotless clean you know what i mean like you're not at least like thinking or reprioritizing not that it needs to be some traumatic thing but like i mean we're literally stuck in our houses for two months at a time you're telling me there's not one thing even
1: like with the whole like dating like quarantine culture I'm like wow I'm realizing a lot through this too like maybe I like a guy that does this or maybe I enjoy a guy that does this or like maybe I should consider this one you know what I mean like maybe I should consider my sixth man yeah realizing a lot
0: I'm realizing a lot like he can be he can be number six
1: yeah are you having more anxiety during quarantine
0: Yes, but here's my thing. I went back on medicine during this, thank God. Long story short, if you have like extreme, extreme, extreme mood swings around your period, like go to the doctor. It's not normal. But I literally cried for 30 hours straight and my anxiety was like through the roof. Like the two weeks leading up to that, I was so bad. But I will say, my anxiety normally it would be so much worse but I went back on medicine and I'm so glad because I would literally be losing my mind right now so yes but it's gotten so much better
1: got it I feel like mine was a little bit worse towards the beginning of all this because I was like what am I doing I'm living in another house I'm not in my environment but now that I've kind of settled in and you know know my place and know my vibe and know my routine kind of here it things have settled down for sure for me but I know that a lot of people are having a lot of anxiety a lot of my friends are dealing with a lot of anxiety during this time just because it it is an anxious time and people don't know what's going to happen or what we're going to do and I think it's completely valid to be feeling that oh for sure 70% actually said they're having more anxiety as well 30% said no
0: no. okay so this one doesn't apply to me so i'm gonna ask tk this okay, would perfect. you would you date your corn fling
1: i'm gonna leave it open-ended that i would date one of my corn flings
0: i was just about to say it's not even gonna be obvious because obviously tk comes prepared she's stacked with corn flings we there's have not just a one roster, people yeah exactly we have a roster we have a
1: starting five and a six man exactly And that's how it should be at all times, ladies. Keep it up. 61% said no, they wouldn't. (laughs) Oh my
0: gosh.
1: 39% said yes. I mean, that does kind of make sense to me because I feel like people are like just messing around.
0: Yes, they're just doing it to do it. Do
1: you feel better after talking with someone or keeping it to yourself?
0: Oh, for sure. Talking to someone.
1: Oh my God. I feel so much better. After I talk to someone, I, like, feel relieved and, like, I've, like, released so much because I feel like I'll overthink everything and, like, bottle it up and let it, like, eat me alive if I don't talk about it.
0: I also think with just, like, whatever problem you're going through, I think, honestly, to come to whatever solution that you come to I think 90% of it is you actually saying it out loud and 10% of it is what the advice that person offers you because absolutely even just like li- being the friend that listens you don't have to have anything to say like that's so powerful and helpful I think honestly it really is just getting your thoughts out of your head like that is where the power is for the most part Well, that's
1: why therapy is a thing because it's like an hour session of you just like spilling out everything mm-hmm 76% said talking to someone 24% said keep it to yourself and I will say I did get a lot of DMs being like the 24% that said keeping it to yourself are lying (laughs) it was like I was low-key agreeing okay when something bad happens to you do you immediately think of the worst case scenario
0: I think I'm either I'm on opposite ends of the spectrum like either a hundred percent yes or I'm so optimistic and like full of faith like I can't you know I think Honestly, I think what it is, is if something, here's my thing, nothing will have happened that's wrong. I will just feel anxious for no reason. And I will be thinking worst case scenario nonstop. But when that worst case scenario actually happens to me, then I have no other option but to like flip it and be optimistic about it. So I think I regularly think of the worst case scenario, but once that happens, I flip.
1: I would agree with that to some aspect because I think I immediately think of the worst case scenario always. But it doesn't mean I'm not okay with it. I'm like, that's okay if that happens. But sometimes I'm like, this could be the worst case scenario, but I don't think that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I always think about it. Yeah. 88% said yes. 12% said no. Are you being more ballsy with reaching out to your crush during this quarantine? I guess this is for me because, <laughs> hello, corn fling season. Corn fling um, season. I feel like I'm... I'm being much more ballsy just because I'm like, everyone's at home bored, like may as well YOLO and see what happens.
0: You also just, you can get away with being more ballsy and people won't really look into it as much just because, so true. just because you're so like funny and fun to be around and like confident and whatever that, and that's kind of your personality that I think that honestly you could be so straightforward and like i don't know if like i think that if someone else was straightforward it'd be like oh whoa but like you being straightforward like that just is like natural almost
1: no like i straight up will facetime my crush like i'll facetime people out of nowhere but the thing is, is, like, they can't even feel special because, like, I FaceTime 80 million people throughout the day. So it's, like, kind of funny when I, like, slip that in there and, like, low-key I'm really nervous and I, like, don't know if they're going to answer. And if they don't answer, it makes me sad and, like, all these things. But, like, they would never know because, like, I literally FaceTime 80 million people. Like they're exactly. Like, the most random people. And Kenzie can attest to that. You know how much I FaceTime.
0: Yes. She's a big FaceTimer. Biggest FaceTimer in the game.
1: 66% said no they're not being as ballsy 34% said yes
0: oh my gosh guys live a little do something
1: you know what I will say though is I feel like my corn flings are being more ballsy with me like I've never heard them say things that the th- like what they're saying to me like I've never had this much communication with these people as I have now
0: I you think people mean? are just bored so you guys are like why not because yeah, I don't think like it. you regularly are like just oh whatever fun young like blah 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 but you don't have this much time to talk to them like you know what I'm saying I'm not saying that you never talk to people like obviously you do but you don't have this amount of time so even for you like you're doing it out of like oh I have the time now you know what I mean so true so true
1: I think I also justify it because I'm like they have the time too so like if they really don't talk to me don't want to talk to me they won't yeah true and I've been reminding myself several times during this quarantine ladies if they like you you'll know if they don't you'll be confused <laughs> that is a really good quote and that's the tea do you think you will go back to school in the fall like normal do you think people will like colleges
0: i think so i hope i know in my facebook group people who like work for colleges and stuff were saying they were already planning a backup in case they have to go online bigger question though do you think that coachella is happening because i feel like there's just no way
1: In my gut, I feel like, no, same, it's not going to happen, but I do have hope. I have hope. I don't think it's going to happen.
0: I appreciate at first too just being a delay to October because I don't think like I appreciate that because so much is going on and everyone's so obsessed. So it was a nice like slow letdown rather than just a heartbreaking time.
1: And it's, like, I appreciate the optimism, like, hey, this will be better by this time. Yeah. However, today, literally, I was just chatting with one of my friends that Lala got canceled, and now it's, like, not looking good for Cella.
0: Oh, I didn't even know I Lala just think,
1: did. Yeah. I just think that, well, Lala's in August, so that's, like, pretty yeah. soon. But I just think that all these big festivals and concerts and stuff don't want to be the reason, like, the virus comes back. Or, like doesn't want to get sued for whatever reason like I just think no one wants to be the reason and I I think that's why everyone's playing it safe which totally understand and I think that's a great idea
0: oh for sure and I think obviously besides like the lawsuit on the business end but it's also like I don't think we're going to be having big any big gatherings like that for the remainder of 2020 at least like until next year so that's what I mean I'm like I don't even think that's going to be like allowed you know I know which is
1: really unfortunate because I had my whole roster was planned for Lollapalooza. I was just going to wing it at Coachella because you never know what type of guys are going to go there and stagecoach <laughs> I was going to just be in heaven again because 307 galore. Seriously. Anyway, I'm just going to have to wait for 2021 for that. As far as going back to school, I think kids will have the opportunity to go back to school. However, there will not be partying. Yeah. No large gatherings. And I'm I'm really worried about the sports because yeah. and I really feel for those that are going to be seniors who are playing or if you're considering going to the draft, you know, going pro, it's a huge year. So I really hope that they allow, which I'm sure they will, these athletes who have worked so hard the past four years to either red shirt or I don't know what the case, have another year of eligibility. I don't know what the logistics are, but I hope everything is reasonable and works out pretty smoothly.
0: You know who I really feel for? the like high school seniors who would be using this to get into college who like they can't afford college maybe it's a single parent like that makes like breaks my heart because like that was their one ticket into college and they worked their like whole life for it
1: even like senior prom like it doesn't seem like a big deal but also it's like the only prom you'll have yeah you know little things like that I feel I feel so lucky to be at the age I am at because I'm not missing any huge you know, things in my life at the moment. I'm just praying for everyone out there that this all gets gets through. But stay at home, people. That's the only thing that'll help. 51% said no, they don't feel like they'll go back to school normal. Wow. And that wraps it up for the polls. But let's just, you know, remain optimistic. You never know what can happen. True. You know, I've been really living for these, de- like, live DJ sets.
0: Your TikTok with your live DJ set was incredible Uh, i want wow more.
1: i have so many ideas i i maybe i'll do another one this weekend because i really feel like in another life i would be dj (laughs) tk
0: i think that you should make that this life i think you should just go for it
1: you know what i i'm like the most like i'm good with rhythm and like beats and stuff but i am not musically inclined in the slightest like i I know i don't know anything about like notes or like like i don't know how to play instruments like the only instrument I learned how to play was the piano for a year because my mom made a deal with me that if I played it for a year and took lessons, I could get my ears pierced. And immediately after I got my ears pierced, I stopped. So I'm just like, I I wish that I had all of the qualities of being a DJ, but I would just need someone to like actually make my music and then I would just go up there and like hype people up.
0: Yeah, no, you could definitely do that. Remember when every girl in LA had their DJ phase? I think that you should just have yours.
1: I really should. And I feel like the name is perfect, DJ TK.
0: I know. Honestly, if anything, just do it for the name.
1: Maybe I will. I mean, Dylan Francis did repost my one TikTok on his Insta story and his Snap story. So we're basically best buds now.
0: Very true. I mean, that's a lot. Insta and Snap story. That's a big step.
1: I know. At first I was like Snap story. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like Snap story. Like, does anyone really use that? And then I was like, holy shit, Instagram? Wow. It was cool. I feel like a lot of the white boys from my hometown like thought I was cool in that moment. Oh, for sure. (laughs) By the way, have you seen any of my other TikToks?
0: Yes, I have, actually. I meant to ask you on my podcast because I need you to, like, I want to do dancing TikToks and stuff. I just don't know which ones. Like, which ones are cool, which ones aren't cool, which ones are too old. How do I do the thing where I'm, like, three people? Like, I just have so many questions. So, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to need to, like, FaceTime the clone you. The effect. I'm just so confused. Like, I, I literally don't know how to use the app. I app. And I'm not trying to be, like, like, I love TikTok. I think it's so fun. And I'm not trying to be, like, the meme that's, like, People who think they're too mature (laughs) have a PhD and whatever. That's so funny. And I'm not that. I just truly like, I think that if I had a five minute tutorial on how to use things, I would like kill it. But I'm just like not doing too well. And I want to just up my game.
1: The first things first is you have to be an avid like watcher. So like Devo, even just twenty minutes, like I guarantee it'll be longer than that. No, I do watch.
0: I do watch at least that a day. Okay,
1: but watch and like like your favorites because then basically just like remake those. And if you want to learn a dance, like be prepared that you're gonna have to take like almost a week to like practice it before you perfect it.
0: Oh wow! Okay, okay, okay. I'll do it.
1: I'm currently in the process of learning the new Savage like beyonce remix dance and mm-hmm. it's taken me a while
0: no that one looks a little bit difficult i know which one you're talking about
1: but the thing is with tiktok is like you literally not only have to be a great dancer you also have to be a great lip sinker you have to be great at facials and the facials you also have to be hot <sighs> like you have to literally wear a crop top like i am not into this low rise sweatpant like thing like i yeah. don't not want i don't want all that and then you have to have your tits up and you have to like have a full face of makeup, and I have to do the cute little like Addison Ray pout. Like it's a lot.
0: Was it you or Alicia who said, like, in the summer, you could either be tan work out every day or have something else but you can't be all three pick two what was it because we were like going through it and i'm like you can't we talked about it at least like going on the way to like gracias Madre or something one night but it's like you can't oh, have sure. all of them pick one pick two so like that's kind of how i feel about tiktok also yeah. i think the facials really stress me out i was talking or maybe I was listening to... I uh, Maybe I was just listening to OK sis or something. And they were getting on to scout about her facials. And, like, I was just getting, like, insecure. Because I'm like, that would probably be me, too. And that <laughs> just, like, stresses kidding. me out. Like, it's... Honestly, it's just been really stressing me out. You know who's TikTok, I think, is killing the game is Keaton's. Keaton is the best at Kardashian reactions or whatever, not reactions. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. She's really good at the lip syncing.
0: Yeah, that's good. See, I'm
1: like... I feel like I'm a dancer. Like, I'm a TikTok Yeah, dancer. no, you're
0: I'm definitely happy. a dancer. You're the dancer. It's
1: because I did all-star cheer so like the facials come a little bit naturally to me I'm not gonna lie and like I did too when I was literally my dream app
0: okay here's the thing I actually did too and when I was younger like growing up obviously I you know I lived in Texas but I actually don't think it would be bad I think that for some reason and I'm not a shy person like in the slightest but to get me to do this dance by myself in my house even though no one's watching me I don't know why I'm so nervous I'm like actually nervous
1: but the thing is though is like You don't understand, like, I already made up dances by myself, like, in my room, like, Like, pre-TikTok. So, this is, like, perfect for you. I was 21 years old doing facials and, like, still doing cheer routines on my bed, like, pre-TikTok. And then it came and I was like, holy cow, like, I can capitalize. Like, I just got my first TikTok brand deal.
0: (laughs) That's actually incredible. That is so funny. Which is
1: insane. Also, no, there's really not any editing, which is, like, my dream app. True. So that's what I love about it. But I will say I do get caught in it for hours in it. I waste a lot of time on it.
0: I really spent some... I would wake up and the first thing I would do was check TikTok. Like beginning quarantine, I was so into it. I still am, honestly. Like I do watch it every single day. I get on the app. I do the whole thing. For some reason, though, the reason I haven't been on it as much lately is because for some reason... TikTok thinks that I love TikToks from these like divorce attorneys and like all these horrible breakup ones, which I was not engaging with to begin with. And like, it was honestly just depressing. So I've been having a hard time with that because I'm like, listen, like, I don't want to hear about divorces and breakups 24 seven. Like we're already in quarantine, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I will say that I do fear of my future boyfriend and husband looking at my TikToks because like that's just straight up embarrassing.
0: Imagine TikToks like people watching their TikToks in ten years.
1: I can't imagine like a guy like considering liking me and being like, "Oh, she's kind of cute," and then going to my TikTok. Like, that's my biggest (laughs) fear.
0: It's fine. I think that the right guy will love your TikTok, Taylor.
1: Like, I'm just imagining him watching me doing the box and like cringing the house (laughs) time.
0: You never know. I mean, TikTok's pretty cool now, so I think that.
1: Need a guy that accepts me and my TikTok.
0: Exactly. You guys are you and your TikTok are a package deal, Taylor
1: yeah and that's the tea well thank you everyone for listening <laughs> please kenzie pimp yourself out where can everyone find you follow you listen to our joint podcast
0: okay so our joint podcast we recorded an episode up for mine just the i love you so much podcast you can also just have in kenzie elizabeth and then you can find me on instagram twitter youtube kenzie elizabeth and my tiktok is just kenzie elizabeth hay
1: Be sure to listen to our podcast on Kenzie's. She interviews me. It was very fun and hilarious. We're just like the most funny people ever.
0: And Um, humble. Yeah. (laughs) And hot. Anyways.
1: (laughs) And sexy. Yeah. Gorgeous. (laughs) Anyway, please go listen to that. And be sure to follow me on at TK's Juicy Polls on Instagram. Because without following me on Instagram, you can't be a part of the podcast. Subscribe to me and my YouTube channel. Follow me on TikTok at TK's Juicy Polls. You know the drill. I think that's everything. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Love you guys so much. Peace.